0: Welcome to Central Moments. As we come today to Isaiah chapter 45, it holds a special impact. I'm pre-recording this during the invas- the first days of the invasion of Ukraine by the Russian armies. And we're praying. We're praying for President Putin. We're praying for President Biden here in America. We're praying for NATO leaders. We're praying for leaders. And sometimes we think, what, what good does it do? I mean, I mean, does God really influence leaders in our world today? Well, this to me is always stunning, what Isaiah does in in chapter 45, verse 1. This is what the Lord says to his anointed, to Cyrus, whose right hand I take hold of to subdue nations before him and to strip kings of their armor, to open doors before him so that gates will not be shut. I will go before you and level the mountains. I will break down gates of bronze and cut through bars of iron. In verse 3, I will give you hidden treasures, riches stored in secret places, so that you may know that I am the Lord, the God of Israel, who summons you by name. His name was Cyrus. Cyrus, 150 years later, would be the Persian king that would defeat the Babylonians. The Babylonians had destroyed Jerusalem and destroyed the temple. Cyrus would come and be the instrument of God's hand to defeat the Babylonians and to start repatriating the Jewish people back to Jerusalem and actually giving them resources to rebuild the temple. Because God said, I know the plans I have for you. He said that to the, to the Jewish captives in Israel. Plans to give you a future and a hope. And then he raises up a pagan king by the name of Cyrus. Isaiah names him 150 years before he ever comes on the scene and says, you're my anointed one. You're the one that I'm gonna use. So, so in your mind, you wanna, you, wanna, you wanna go like the direction of, well, Cyrus must really have had a heart for God. Maybe he was a true worshiper of God. No, turns out that's not the case at all. In fact, God clarifies that in verse four. For the sake of my servant, Jacob, my servant, I'm doing this for my people's sake, not because of your qualifications. For the sake of Jacob, my servant, of Israel, my chosen, I summon you by name, speaking of Cyrus, and bestow on you a title of honor, though you do not acknowledge me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. Apart from me, there is no God. And I will strengthen you, even though you have not acknowledged me, so that from the rising of the sun to the place of its setting, people may know there is none besides me. I am the Lord, and there is no other. That was God's way of saying, I'm sovereign. I don't even need you to know me or love me. I can still use you. He was a pagan, idol-worshiping king, and God used him to help fulfill his promises of restoration to Israel. Proverbs 21, verse 1 says, In the Lord's hand, the king's heart is a stream of water that he channels toward all who please him. He can channel the heart of the king like we could channel a stream of water. So Father, we just pray in this time of global crisis, we pray, oh God, for President Putin, that you will, you will turn him to you. My God, you will intervene in this evil, in this insanity. We pray for President Biden, Vice President Harris here in America. We pray that you will touch them with wisdom and with grace. That You will guide them in the way We would pray they all would have a relationship with you, but whether they acknowledge you or not, we pray that you will be sovereign over the kings of the earth and that you will intervene in the name of Jesus. And thank you, you're coming one day to rule, to rule the heavens and the earth, and that you're gonna rule our world with righteousness and peace and justice. But Lord, you told us till that moment to pray for our leaders, and we do because we know that even over leaders that don't know you, you are sovereign. Thank you for how you can use world leaders to bring about your purposes. In Jesus' name, amen.